This is the fringe. Hello? Hi, fringe. How are you? It's been literally days since I've recorded a podcast, and to be honest, I've kind of missed it. Anyway, I thought I would um, find some people to talk to today. But wouldn't you know, Synergy is not not is not not working. So we'll see how that goes. I don't I don't I can't actually read what's going on in this chat. What? Plunk received. So it's on this screen. Now we go. Hello. Oh oh. Mm. Oops. Looks like everybody left. Oh. Mm. That's that's vaguely working. Better, yes. Let's see. All right. Let's see if I can operate this chair. Okay, perfect. You know the worst yeah. chairs are the chairs in STSS. Oh yeah, those are the worst chairs. They break. They um. They. Whenever I seem to sit in one, it always seems to be broken. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hey. I just said screw it. I'm going to Chrome, and that fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> Solution everything. I- I did the exact uh, inverse of that. I started in Chrome, but Chrome kept saying, I, I don't know what a Hangout is. And I'm like, that's awful strange for Chrome. That's pretty bad. Uh, so I moved to Ice Weasel, and now I'm in good shape. Well, moving to Ice Weasel, that shouldn't fix anything. That should break it. All right, not know. to add to confusion and things, but I need to end the call and join again because I forgot to go on Ethernet. So okay. it should help with everything. Good luck. Ah, gotcha. BRB. Yep. No Probskis, no Chomskis. <laughs> nice. I see that we're bringing back the. Uh, uh oh. Where where's my window? Where are my windows? I see we're bringing back the who we followed on Twitter. Yep. Recently. I guess we're bringing awesome. that back. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem. Pardon me, I'm eating dinner. Good luck. That's fine. Eating is good. Yeah, I've I've heard that it's like necessary or something. I like I eating at least. I wouldn't know because I'm an AI. Beep. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. That's no. The <laughs> that the howl is is much more uh is, is not nearly as disjointed as that just was, but whatever. Close enough. All right, I better pull up the uh, show notes before too much gets discussed and we don't have any titles. <laughs> yep. Ryan actually beat you to opening it before he sent the link. Oh, nice. Oh, dang. Uh, so it's been like three weeks. I, I don't count yeah. anymore. Uh, maybe I should change the date. What is today? Seven. Is the seventh Saturday, November seventh? Yeah. Okay. Seventh. That'd be even better to say. Yep. Well, since I'm using Chrome for the Hangout, I might as well use it for everything else. <laughs> gotcha. I'm on power on the off my power adapter, so 
I don't have to worry about my battery dying like I normally would with Chrome. At least a little bit. Um, Ian Buck wants me to ask Brandon about um, album art he thought he put in the Google Drive folder. Oh, yes. Um, I I thought it was already there. It I looks... should be able to check that, too, since I have access to that folder, I think. Yeah, right? Okay, so second opinion, album artwork. Yeah, from my perspective, it looks like it's there. It's it's the it's second opinion sketches.pdf. Do you see that? No. What? What? Okay. Huh. That is categorically strange. Uh, I added you to that folder again. Maybe that helped. Yeah, because I so the the in the folder that I see right now. Yeah. There's like flat with host.png, flat yep. with host.xcf, and you can see the stolen icons. assets up on top or somewhere in that. Folder. Yeah. Yeah, that's and what then, I'm looking at. And then the fifth file in the second row is that PDF file. Uh, that's not there. No. Okay. I wonder if I made a copy of the folder somehow instead of sharing it. All right. Well, I'll I'll take a look at that a little later, maybe. Yeah. It should be. I'm sorry about that. No, nah, not a problem. If you, if you listen to it. You know those feel, uh, those Google things are so complicated. Yeah. Speaking of which, how about the that email fun fest? Oh, wasn't that great? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um, there was a while where uh, the University of Minnesota email service was... Down. Not, not Yeah, it was like a cent- functionally down because very few people, if anyone, could receive or send email. You could still log in just fine, but it wouldn't send because Google decided to... Break it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I think I saw stuff on Twitter about it and maybe got an email from someone about it. Which yeah. is funny. <laughs> right? That's how you communicate about down email services. Exactly. I mean, like, other than a message on my U, like, that's, that's like, the only thing that we've got to <laughs> talk to I guess people. they use the emergency service, but... Yeah. There's an intruder in the email system. Alert! All right, I'm trying out this um, OS X shrink thing so you can, you know, full screen and then put stuff on each other side. But Chrome lets me shrink down their window to just like a postage stamp width. So it just shows me a a sliver of the video screen. Nice. Of of Ryan. And it centers it around your face. Well, that at least knows what it's doing. At least I think it centers it around your face. It might just be... Actually, it's probably just cropping off the right-hand side because you're so off-center. <laughs> so I, I just shared the entire Nexus directory with both of you. Hooray. Oh, awesome. Thanks. I'm going to delete my PodKit folder then because... Okay. Just make sure, you delete, make sure you delete the right one. Still accessible by collaborators. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I... Okay, so this only gets weirder. I try to open up the PDF file, and it's not opening. It's, like, corrupted. 
and maybe that and, maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah, and it does it does seem to look like it is in the Nexus folder, but I don't know if I just cloned the whole tree somehow, or I it doesn't make sense to me. Okay. So I'll just delete it and re-upload it um, once I once I get my um, my Mac up and running because yeah. it's in my bag. Not a problem. But sorry about that. What what folder is this, and what's going on? Uh, just did some album art sketches for uh, Second Opinion, and okay. um, I, yeah, weird Google Drive stuff seems to be occurring with it. Hmm. Anywho, there we go. Now I'm in the show notes doc. I was like, where did all the docs go? So I'm running the Hangout from Ice Weasel, and then I'm also... It's a miracle have, it works on Ice Weasel. Right? I don't even know how that happened, but it... it here we are, and uh, everything. Is- so, Ice Weasel is a browser that runs on what? Uh, yeah, so it's um, it's the kind of o- like the open Debian source Firefox. Yeah. Okay. Basically, the Debian folks were like, uh, they they can't use the Firefox trademark because it's a trademark, and it that violates the uh, um, the Debian principles, or however you want to describe it okay so they just kind of rebuilt firefox from their source yeah yep okay and and chose the opposite animal yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's a pretty it's a pretty adorable icon if i may say so it's pretty cute but yeah it a lot of things break with it because it it it's kind of old but does it not get updated it it does but it's it's i think it's behind Firefox, the main Firefox. Well, that's not surprising. Yeah. I'm trying to find some sort of uh, screen that describes me, describes to me what, what it is uh, or what, you know, what, what Firefox According is based on or whatever. According to Wikipedia, Ice Weasel is what, or Ice Cat is what was formerly known as Ice Weasel. Well. So, uh, so they've renamed it? I think Ice Cat is the GNU version. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, I and see. Ice, and Ice Weasel is still... Uh, it, it says here on 1104, uh, they accepted 42.0 in the experimental branch. And, nice. And they have uh, 38.3 in the stable security medium branch. Huh. Hope that yeah, doesn't guess, mean anything to anybody, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Oh, sorry about that. Not right? a problem. I was trying. So to why use Ice Weasel versus GNU Ice Cat? Um, I just I don't think uh, I th- I think Ice Weasel is the thing that the Debian project maintains. I I guess I don't know why they wouldn't use Ice Cat instead, but because they want to be different, it, probably. Yeah, it, it looks like. I, so I, I know. Yeah, I know that like. Oh, hey, here we go. Um, hmm. Okay, so I think the trick is that um, the GNU project has yet stricter requirements for uh, for the browser oh. that are are even stricter, you know, about about um, using only free software or non or. Avoiding non-free software, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yep. 
I don't, so I don't think Debian cares quite as much, but okay. Hmm. Plus, I think that um, IceCat is actually developed independently, um, whereas uh, essentially IceWeasel is just a rebranding. Okay. Yeah. So instead of just using the um, uh, Spider Monkey JavaScript engine and stuff. Ooh. They use their own uh, GNU LibreJS uh, JavaScript <laughs> uh, JavaScript engine. I, I believe I believe that's the that's the engine, unless it's just a a plugin that makes things break. Yeah, I think it's just a plugin that makes things break. Never mind. They still use Spider Monkey. They just also use a plugin that's like. I thought it was Gecko, or they can't use Gecko. They just call a new name. No, Gecko think... is the rendering engine, and Spider Monkey yeah. is the JavaScript engine. Oh, it's sort of like WebKit and yeah, yeah. um, JSC, JavaScript or... Core. Yeah, yeah, that. JavaScript Core. Right. I've just never heard Spider Monkey. I don't know why. Maybe uh, it's because I'm in nobody talks about world. Firefox. <laughs> I would agree there. Yep. Well, so I'm, um, I'm, we're, we're going out later to buy a new toner for our printer, which has been discontinued, of course, even though we got it last year. Oh, and, oh and, and, you know, because cause reasons. And so the toner cart is uh, $66 at Staples, which isn't too bad because it lasts for like ever. And, yeah. and our toner cart now is, um, you know, like a third full. So we've got plenty yeah. of time left. Printer printer toner is more expensive than human blood. Did you know that? I, I did know that. I think isn't it toner is like the most expensive liquid you can buy. Well, I mean, toner I mean, isn't really know. liquid, but you know, it's close enough. Yeah, presumably there's some. I don't know. Uh, what what was the th- there's like some restaurant in New York that makes this like um, milkshake that's made with gold flakes or something. That's absurd. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Does it taste good? I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's about a thousand dollars. Tastes like wow. eight ounce, eight ounce shake. I want to see if I can find that now because that oh, better be good. It can't be healthy for you. Drinking gold can't be good. Oh, it was just little bits of powder. Yeah, it's what the gold says until it bonds with something important in your body, and then you're dead. That's true. Yeah, no. I mean, you could be a Firefox and drink some gold soup, and then turn into an ice weasel. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's so it's, it's not a shake; it's a Sunday. It's called the Golden Opulence Sunday. Wow. All right, there's a Wikipedia article for it, and it's going into the show notes. In 2007, it was listed as Guinness World Records' most expensive Sunday in the world, with a price of 1,000 US dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it was. Created to celebrate the eatery's 50th golden anniversary in 2005. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it looks like they've totally renovated it since I was there. No, maybe they haven't. Yeah. New York City. What's that? Somebody wrote a review on the hunger um, on the toner, and it only printed on paper, but did not so- solve world hunger. I thought <laughs> when I purchased this HP toner, it would be the answer to world peace and feed the hungry. Instead, all I did was print on paper and get me nagged every day with an email from Staples asking me to write a review for it. Oh, gosh. 
Do you guys use full screen on your Macs very much? I've never used it ever. I use it sometimes. I've started to use it more with Yosemite, or starting with Yosemite, and then uh, even more so after that with uh, with uh, LCAP. Yeah, lately I've been putting iTunes full screen, and everything else is on the same screen still, but I'm full really? screen right now in Chrome. Like, it's I don't know how to live like that. See, I just, I would be fine if it still showed a menu bar, but... I mean, I need to, to do multiple things at once. Like, I have... Uh... I have Chrome open, and I might have, you know, Sublime open, and why would I want to not have both open at the same time? I, I sometimes like the the uh, the dual pane mode where you can put uh, like uh, like uh, terminal on one side and uh, Safari on the other. Say, um, I, I don't I don't know what they call that, but I I really like that sometimes. Well, I do sometimes. that side by side thing with Better Touch tool. All the yeah, time. I, yeah, Better Touch Tool. It's mm, good. <laughs> and then sometimes Better Touch Tool will have an update, but then it'll forget to restart after the update. And then mm-hmm. I go and try to use my shortcut to to snap a window to the left or to the right, and it doesn't work. And I'm like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, I just have to reopen it. Gotcha. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I I think that the so I on my iPad I use the two two apps in full screen mode all mm. the time i iPads. love it yeah yeah it's iPad pretty... i would probably use my ipad a lot more if i could although it was nice i was using talking to some family and using google translate yeah and that was really nice because i could just have the thing go to google translate paste and still look back and forth a little bit mm-hmm. yeah that was good yeah like um there was this one paper i was working on a couple weeks back and uh for that paper, I had like a Mendeley, the citation manager, open on one side, and then I had Pages open behind that or on the other side, and I was able to just copy and paste um, citations over, like you know, like like I'm some fancy person working on a desktop or something. Fancy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, and I don't know why, but some sometimes I like to have that kind of mm-hmm. emulated um, on the iPad too, or on on the uh, on my Mac too, which is like weird because on a Mac you can like pull a Syracuse and have like 800 windows open and just access them that way. Isn't that, um, isn't that what everybody does? Theoretically, but I see, I, I store all of my, uh, all of my apps are just in the dock, right? Oh, so no, it's like so, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? See, even on windows oh. for some un- un- absurd reason, I have internet Explorer on the taskbar mm-hmm. right now. I have no idea why, but what? other than other than Internet Explorer, yeah, I know what. Other than that, I have Chrome, the uh, Guild Wars, and Audacity. That's it. All right, I'll go. I'll take my turn here. I have uh, Finder, Mail, Safari, Messages, Tweetbot, Pocket, Carrot Weather, Sound, Cloud, iTunes, Fantastic L2, Notes, Terminal, System Purposes, App Store, Slack, and Chrome right now. But Slack and Chrome don't usually live there. Okay, it's Let's Brandon's see. turn. So I should I, run, yeah, you go. Sorry. No, 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 no. As as I mentioned before, I don't have my MacBook in front of me right now, but I believe I have Finder, Launchpad, Safari, Mission Control, um, uh, Firefox, Chrome, Pages, Keynote, Numbers, Word, PowerPoint, Excel, uh, oh, no. uh, Atom, Vimar, Emacs, Terminal, uh, Text Expander. 
text wrangler now because i uh, i'll talk more about that later uh um marked two which is that markdown preview app that i love now um and i i I think i'm missing a couple but those are the main ones that i can think of right now i should probably like pare it down to just that because it's the only ones i can remember must be the only ones i really what do you have on linux running right now oh see on linux i oh we also have a taskbar for that um this one i have ice weasel chromium uh LibreOffice writer terminal and uh emacs okay fair enough <laughs> so how how come you do you use pages and word and numbers and excel and keynote and uh PowerPoint and emacs <laughs> <laughs> do you use both both different companies uh office doc suites enough to have all six on the dock no Categorically, no. I I use I almost always only use Pages, Keynote, and Numbers. However, for work, I almost always need to use Excel to like sanitize XML or XML uh, spreadsheet docs before I upload them to whatever um, wherever they need to go. Whether it's like a, a reporting tool or a, a thing where you send email or stuff like that. Um, and so I guess it probably doesn't make sense to have that on my taskbar right now or on, on my dock right now, but um, whatever. You know, you guys are really inspiring me. Now, now, that, I, now that I've had to talk about this, I think I'm going to remove the Microsoft stuff. I think I'm going to remove system preferences because I don't use it nearly enough. Really? Plus, oh, see, I use, plus I use system preferences every day. But. The, I read somewhere on some article, probably in 2009, the thing that I, I mapped shift command comma to open system preferences yeah, and I use that more than clicking system preferences on the dock. Really, nice. It's become muscle memory for me because there's that nice handy, you know, under the Apple menu, system preferences. Yeah. Dot dot dot. So you can map that to a keyboard shortcut. So I do shift command comma, and it's not used by any other app. Nice. That's awesome. So yeah, that is so awesome. And I don't really use Pocket a ton, but I keep it on the dock just so uh-huh. I can remember if I forgot to if i save something in tweetbot and i need to look at it otherwise i'll probably save a bunch of stuff and then forget to check for uh, several weeks and i'll go there and find like 25 30 things to look at yeah makes sense pocket is pocket is really cool i i, I do use that a lot on my ipad even though i don't use it on desktop really i used to use it a lot more i don't Not ever so use though. it on mobile i can I, the only reason i have it installed on my ipad iphone is so i can use the share share extension for it um, but what I use it for is mostly in Tweetbot or occasionally if I see something on Facebook, I'll have to open it Safari and then share it to Pocket. But it's my, I don't have time to look at this now, but I want to look at it later or I need to look at this on a computer. Right. Kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, I usually use Pushbullet now to do all of that for my link sharing between devices. Nice. Yeah, I have to say. Service or? Say it again. Is that a newer set? What is it called? Push Bullet? Push. I think there's an iOS version. I'm looking it up too. I haven't heard of it. So it doesn't do the read later stuff because I don't need that. I, I It just lets me share links really easily between all the things. Because that's, that's all I need. Oh, cool. Fascinating. This looks like a startup. They have Wired, Android Police, Gizmodo, TechCrunch, CBS, and Mac Rumors icons at the bottom of their page. It's also really handy if you want to share like a screenshot from your device back to your computer so you can do something to it. I use nice. it for that. 
Huh. Yeah, this looks awesome. Way awesome. Yeah, I I have to say I would usually use handoff for a lot of that stuff. However, um, handoff hasn't really been working for reasons I'll get into a little bit later. Um, because even though it doesn't look like we have any handoff related topics, um, don't worry, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. It may or may not have something to do with the Apple TV. Oh, it, it categorically has something. To it do always with is the Apple TV. Blaming the Apple TV again. Sitting on the network, polluting it like no other. Oh my God. So I, so I'll get into this a little bit more when we're, when we're in the show, but the most hilarious thing was that every, um, so yesterday we were we were watching Netflix, and the Netflix show about every ten minutes or so would get interrupted by this strange YouTube video. It wouldn't actually play it; it just listed the title of the YouTube video. It just like took over the took over the screen, and I had no idea why it was doing that. And um, it turned out it was um, it was my dad's phone that was still mirroring, even though he hadn't been he did he hadn't actively wanted to play anything on the TV for at least 24 hours from his phone haunted right and i was like i, I mean because he so he has like a, a 4s that's uh used as like a basically uses as like a glorified ipod touch mm-hmm. um uh, it doesn't have like a cell connection or anything so he, he leaves it on wi-fi uh he also has an iphone 6 that he uses most most of the time except um i you know to be honest i don't really know why why or when he uses the the four ass instead of the touch but or in, instead of the the six um but but he does he's got some sort of rhyme or reason to it and then he's got an original ipad that he uses sometimes but that can't airplay clearly because it's like a first gen ipad yeah it's ancient but nonetheless like the four ass was the thing that was airplaying after all this time and he's like, oh, it was just charging. I don't know. I don't know why it was why it was airplane. And it's like because airplay is ridiculous. Mm. Usually very very helpful, but sometimes very ridiculous. So, so I, I I remember airplay or Apple TVs messing up things with Discovery D on yeah. Yosemite. Yeah, they would have it would be searching for stuff, and it would just always be in your network, but never doing much, but always like looking for things, and so it would just mud up yeah. the network. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm now signing into Push Bullet on all my devices. Not really sure what it does quite yet, but I'm going to figure it out. It looks like it's in addition to being like a notification kind of engine, right? So it looks like it hooks up um, to the system specific or the the systems uh, or the 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 notifications thingy on yeah. iOS and, and Mac, mm-hmm. and then. Um, it just probably moves bits around based on the based on what you're trying to send. So it can do a bunch of different things. So it can, you know, do the link sharing thing, which is really fancy, fancy and handy. It can also chat with people, which is stupid and useless. And I don't understand what possessed the team to make this. Uh, it can also mirror notifications. So a lot of the time somebody tweets me, and I'm on Windows, and I don't have a Windows Twitter client because <laughs> Windows and Twitter clients. Uh, and yeah, so right. I get notifications through my phone through Pushbullet on my Windows computer. Hmm. Huh. So, so it can do all sorts of stuff. Nice. I don't know what the capabilities are specifically available on iOS, but it should be similar. Yeah. 
Hopefully. Do you ever do you ever use the send text messages feature that they seem to be talking about? Um. So I have n- I I never use it to start a conversation. I can only yeah. use it to reply to one. Ah, yeah. Um. And and the reason is I don't know anybody's phone number. Ah, yes. So yes. it it will like tell me the contact's name, and it I get it looks like it's paired with the phone number, but I just never do it. But you know, if I'm you know if, if I'm editing a show and uh, I get a text message, uh, I can just reply to it if I'm down here. It's pretty nice. Nice. Or if I'm in class and I have the MacBook Air out, I don't have to take my phone out to reply. That's also nice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I was... do use that. Nice. Um, one of the sad things they don't have for some reason is a way to, you know, if you put the push bullet app on your Nexus Seven and on your Nexus Six, it should let you do that same sms sending thing through the nexus 7 but it yeah. doesn't and i wish it did huh that's so weird mm-hmm. yeah you you'd think it would be pretty straightforward well, to just and yeah. super useful totally but no also it's amazing why google hasn't bought them yet like uh just hurry up Probably. and buy them google hurry up yeah that definitely seems like something google would buy i mean they're doing it better than google is so hurry up google <laughs> yeah cool so what do you think? Should we uh, start this thing? Anything sure. else you want to talk about in the fringe? Or I made a uh, TV quiz. It was cool. Yeah, people liked it. Nice. Um, yeah. One second. I'm just setting it up. Okay. I slid over to the Chrome. What is this even called? Desktop. What do they call it? Mission Control. Mm-hmm. Yes, Google Chrome. You know, I use Mission Control and the virtual desktop thing on OS X always. Like, there's no way I can't use it. But on Windows, we have that now. You know, we have the virtual desktops, and we can do the Mission Control style thing with a button on the screen. I've never used it even once. Really? Yeah. Fascinating. See, I I even use it on Linux, and the Linux paradigm is similar-ish to the Mac OS one, but it's, it's a little bit different. Um, yeah. I would like to try more things with Windows 10, but I tried booting it up last week or the week before, as you may have seen tweets about it, and it just wouldn't find it. I think, um, because I used to have on my computer, I had uh, OS 10, Yosemite, Windows 10, and, or not Windows 10, Windows 8.1, and Ubuntu. And then Windows 8 had no more space, because I only gave it 40 gigabytes, same with Linux. I'm like, screw it, I'll just delete Ubuntu and expand the Windows 1. So I did yeah. that. Windows had 80, OS 10 had 420. All was well. And then I updated Windows 10. It was all good. Then I didn't go, and then I went two months without using Windows. Didn't boot into it once. And I upgraded El Capitan in there. And somewhere along the lines of installing all those operating systems, my recovery partition was removed. Um, so El Capitan reinstalled it. Now that should send an alarm in because it probably took the space from Windows, maybe. But now if I go into disk utility, it says my on the the solid state device thing. It says it's five hundred gigabytes. However, on the partition thing, it says it's completely full with forty gigabytes for Windows and four hundred and twenty for OS ten. Huh. So there's a unknown forty gigabytes somewhere on my device that I can't yeah. find, and I want to fix it, but I don't know if I can. But mm. right now, I so I ran check disk on Windows the recovery thing because it wouldn't boot. It couldn't find a NTFS partition at all. Um, said it was formatted as raw. However, on OS X, I could uh, mount it and 
view it all just fine. So I pulled off a few things from it, reinstalled Windows, and it thinks it's had its 80, but OS 10 still thinks it has 40, which is strange, and hopefully nothing goes wrong. In Brennan's absence, I'm going to go grab a chocolate bar because I bought one today. Good luck. It's just across my room. I just have to leave my desk. I made it. Very good. So I'm traveling to Edinburgh tomorrow, and then London on Tuesday, and then Budapest on Friday. Nice. And so I went to the store earlier this afternoon to look for snacks, so I bought some snacks. I also need to find a travel size shampoo because my container broke on the on the the lip of the screw cap, and so it leaks. Mm. But maybe airports will have it, or I'll just put it in a bag and deal with it being all messy. Not ideal, but but the likely option. But I realized when I go to London on Tuesday. I'm an hour and 10 minute train ride away from my house, my hostel. Hmm. So I had to buy train tickets, which of course were, oh, all of a sudden another 30 pounds for mm-hmm. the round trip. Yep. But my flight from Edinburgh to London is only $23. So I guess I can't complain. Well, that is pretty good. I'm flying your airline, Ryanair. Nice. <laughs> So Pushbuild is wanting me to add a friend. Yeah. I'm going to find you. It sh- I, I sent you a message already. You did. How do I find it? I have no idea. I, I never use this chat friend feature stuff. Is it in my email? Maybe it was in my email. I deleted it because I thought it was something else. Here, here, here. Maybe this works. Big week. Nice. Did that work? Oh, yeah, I see. How did it, How did it know where I was? Well, so when you registered, Pushbullet told me that you registered, and when it did, I sent Big Week to Pushbullet. <laughs> okay, I see. Nice. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's another. It's an email I don't recognize of yours. Another one? That's another one. Oh, my Maybe goodness. I've seen this one before. How do I add you as a friend? All right, I got to sign up for Pushbullet, too. Pushbullet I started for another social network the other day. Oh no! Which one? It's I saw an article on Reddit about it because Facebook's blocking them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Two mm-hmm. co. I have no idea how legitimate it is, but I made an account. Which which site is it? Sue.co. tsu. dot co. Oh nice. They value content. It looks like they do something where you like post and. They put most of the money back to the users in terms of ad revenues and things. Oh, nice. And so I think, and its thing is you can, when you post on Sue, it'll cross post to in, to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter if you want it to. And so people oh, were nice. connecting it to Facebook 
and spamming like 8,000 posts a day because yep. they're hoping to make money. And Facebook straight up blocked them. Like tr- go, go to Facebook and try sending a message or something that includes tsu.co and Facebook will say, oh, can't do it, spam. I think that's really cool on Facebook's part. Mm-hmm. Well, people seem to be ranting about it, but at the same time, it makes total sense. You know, I know that um, big images with, you know, some white, you know, sans serif text on the top of the image is all the rage these days. But man, I think they might be doing it over a little bit here. Yeah. Just, just, I don't know. On their homepage? Yeah. Yeah, and that scrolling performance is horrible. You don't need to scroll. I like how when you have to pick your gender, it's male, female, other business. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try sharing a link from Tweetbot. Someone's got a noisy car. Yeah, it's not me, but it's somebody in my neighborhood. I have to set a destination. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, so when you're on mobile, you can send it to everything. I don't know why. Or to people. Or, okay. Everything? No. Well, maybe I'll try using this. We'll see if I remember. <laughs> oh, it's a pyramid scheme. That's why Facebook... Sorry, uh, I'm reading about Sue now, and it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I made my account, had fun for not even a day. Now, how do I delete my account? Oh my gosh, their Twitter, Sue's Twitter account is like, I, I don't even. What's uh, what's their username? Uh, join Sue Social. Wow. And the first tweet is all caps. Tired of companies getting rich from you and your ideas. The next one is get paid to post its you revenue. Let's take it back. <laughs> join Sue Social. Oh RT. my. And share, yeah. <laughs> join join the wave. New Socale, they misspelled social <laughs> platform that pays for you. Check it out. Sue.co code to sign up. Oh, it's just like Microsoft's social network they made one time called Sokal. Yeah, they're in all caps. I have a little hard time. <laughs> but all those tweets are from 2014. Hmm. Oh, I'm just looking up Sokol now, and it's too much. Yeah. Too much. <laughs> I mean, it's very 2012, but I wonder, is it still... 
Can you very 2012? Instagram's um, desktop website. That too. Oh my gosh, Sokol still exists. That is amazing. How do you spell Sokol? S-O-dot-C-L. According to Forbes, it is technically supposed to be pronounced social, but I disagree. Uh, Sokol is the answer. Yeah. Say hi to Microsoft. Yep. Mm-hmm. Microsoft Research Fuse Labs, it says here at the bottom. Let's see what that's nice. about. Social is harnessing the wisdom of the masses at Microsoft Fuse Labs. Well then. This just looks like Tumblr or Pinterest or yeah. mm-hmm. something I don't really want to involve myself with. And yeah. the FuseLabs.org blog is powered by Tumblr. Mm. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's because Microsoft doesn't even have their own blogging platform. Aww. Oh my gosh. Yeah, who whoever thought that Microsoft would be uh, using Yahoo's blogging platform? Like, yeah. Well, I don't think anybody <laughs> ever thought that. Well, I think they'd rather use Yahoo's than Google's. That's true. Well, to be honest, they were probably using Tumblr before Yahoo bought it. That's true. Whatever happened to Blogger? Is Blogger still around? Mm, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Ian Ian's blog is on Blogger, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Nice. And of course, Blogspot and Blogger are the same. And yeah. and and Google Blogs are still on Blogger. Yeah, I just uh, no, unacceptable. Yeah. Huh. Oh wait, I have I have notes in the fringe notes for something for me to talk about. Yeah, go for it. Have you heard of the carrot apps? I have all caps. I I just looked at it before um before we before hopping into the call here, and it seems really fascinating. It's like it seems just like an app, kind of like my weather bot, but a little more extreme. Yeah, and taken to a much higher level. Which I kind of like. So there's a to-do app, a weight tracking app, a calorie app, uh, and a weather app. I use the weather app the most, although I got the to-do app maybe a week or two ago, and I've been using that exclusively. Yeah. Um, It's just kind of fun to have the weather. Um, Let me blow the weather up here and see what Carrot says. So the premise is Carrot is an artificial intelligence. Yeah. And she talks to you, and she controls the weather, and... (laughs) nice so i just it's raining in copenhagen and she just says i had nothing to do with the rainstorm i swear nice and she calls and she calls all the users or humans meat bags yeah and i don't know it's just kind of a fun fun premise i've been using it uses weather data from forecast.io nice yeah so dark sky um so i went from using carrot and then use dark sky a little bit and back to carrot because it's the same data but I like how Carrot presents it. And there's an Apple TV app, too, if you want to be (laughs) cross-platform. Nice. I like how that's (laughs) cross-platform. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, and there's Carrot Weather for Mac, which is only $11.99. Nice. I will say I bought it on release, but it was $9.99. Ooh. Fancy. And it's got um, one, two, three reviews. I'd have to imagine I'm probably... 
one of a hundred people who own it. Yeah, you should go and write a review for the Mac app because they need some more. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. If you say so, Ryan. I say so. Although, has it been updated? I couldn't tell. For this version, there have been three. For all versions, we've been 100 or 67. Oh. Is this update on the October 29th? Okay, that makes more sense then. With new features. So there's probably been at least 1,000 purchases then, because there's no way that... that uh... Yeah, I would imagine 1,000 or 2, yeah. maybe. Not more than... Not more than five, I would say. Yeah, because if because if if there's a hundred reviews, there's no way that even ten percent of of people who own the app yeah. uh, mm-hmm. reviewed it. But it takes so few amount of, or it doesn't take a lot of success to jump to the top of the charts on the Mac App Store. Mm-hmm. No one really uses it. Yeah, except for Apple, Apple. and a few other Who's apps. That? And you get all these apps like. App for Instagram, which just is a little menu bar item with a web wrapper. Yep. Yeah. That's oh. the worst. That that the worst. that same kind of thing is rampant in the Windows app store. You know, they're fake little wrappers. Or even worse, it's not even a wrapper, it's just a thing that will open and then redirect you to IE to the website. Oh no. Oh, so yeah, Windows uh, App Store, man. Good stuff. I remember looking in there a year or two ago and just searching VLC and just being bombarded with everything that's not VLC. Exactly. Yep. Do they yeah. moderate their store yet? I don't know. I I I don't I don't believe in the store. I don't use the store. I don't know what's in the store. I don't even know how to get to the store on Windows now. The only thing I've bought on that store bought are the Facebook and Twitter apps. And I used the Twitter app when I got Windows 10 and I live tweeted some bad movie with it. I don't remember what. Oh, uh, the new RoboCop movie in August. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think I remember that that live tweet. Yeah, I've so I had used the Windows App Store on eight point one, and I think I think that VLC thing has got to be like the quintessential thing that one tries to download and can't find, mm-hmm. um, because I, I did that probably six or seven times over the course of a year, um, when you know people would come in to my office and ask for help i don't know converting a video or something or yeah yep vlc <laughs> still not there <sighs> man it's bad what's your go-to media player on os 10 or any i use m player x really 10 yeah See, I, think... I i live in quicktime quicktime is probably my my favorite i, I maybe that's just like because i was i was a quick time quick time fan from a very early age but okay, yeah, I still... I, I, yes i use QuickTime for your standard set of files but oh yeah for like matroska or any other format that's not pretty much h264 i go to mplayer you know that, looks, that um that one nicest and that one quick time developer at apple says oh my gosh somebody likes it still <laughs> Yeah, no, well, did, did I, I don't remember if I tweeted about this or not, but I was trying to do some large format prints in a computer lab at for, for work, and um, Safari was just not working. Firefox wasn't working. Chrome wasn't even installed on there because um, it, mm-hmm. it's just a computer that solely exists to be attached to a printer. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't, I couldn't download images worth anything. But then I fired up trusty old QuickTime, did an open location, and downloaded uh, downloaded all the PNGs I needed from there. Mm-hmm. Or I guess they were TIFFs. Downloaded all the TIFFs, 
and it worked like a charm. It was still very slow, but that's not QuickTime's fault. That's the old computer. It might even be a Power Mac G5. I could be wrong, though. You. I have one of those. It's horrible. Yep. No, not a Power Mac. Uh, a Mac Pro G5. No. Is that there what? G5s are called Power Macs. Okay. I thought so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I still have QuickTime Player 7 on my computer here. Oh, really? And, nice. And I have the Pro version taken from some Apple retail account. Yeah. But, uh, uh, it still loads that weird homepage of free TV episodes and whatnot, but it just redirects you to open it in Safari, which opens in iTunes. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I gotcha. And it, and it has, like, rendering issues, which makes me wonder if it's using an embedded version of WebKit or what. Yeah. Huh. Good point. Some of the week, HD movies, new to newsstand, featured podcast providers. Wow, this is ancient. It's like they haven't updated it in five years. Yeah. Well, see, I, I use QuickTime Player 10 on my MacBook Air, but yeah, I still oh, have... That's what I do. I have seven still, but... Yeah, just... I, I still have seven on, on my very old MacBook. Fire it up occasionally for old time's sake. But Did you all ever do the iMovie HD thing? Um, have iMovie... What do you mean? The old movie. Yeah, so I, iMovie HD was like back in 2008. Everyone was like, iMovie HD was the only good version of you know er, is the only good version of iMovie that you can still use. Uh, after that, they moved to like iMovie, iMovie Eight or something. I want to say, yeah, yeah, oh eight. Um, and that was the that was the newest, uh, and and that was the one where they where they changed the way the timeline worked and basically rewrote it from the ground up. And they had a lot of missing features. Yeah, I was one of those yeah. holdouts that still used iMovie HD for a while. Yeah, same here. Um, Though so I did spend one time over winter break in high school learning mm-hmm. iMovie, the new iMovie. I think it was 08 version because I didn't have iLife 09 at that point. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember learning that and like, mm, there are a few features missing. And then they they were slowly adding new features back in over the years. And this yeah. one time I was doing a video for a school project where... I was trying to export it and there was some issue with it. And I was looking online and other people had the issues and then I'm like, what's going on? And then I check software updates and there's an update for iMovie that was released that day that fixed the one, that problem that I was having. <laughs> oh, nice. That's awesome. So that's the way to Otherwise, do it. Yeah. It was like, nice. Otherwise I use Final Cut Pro 10. Yeah. Which maybe has sense. not been worth the money for me to buy it, but that was a purchase made three years ago, so it's not today's money. Okay, gotcha. totally fine. Yeah, I I never um, did any of that uh, movie stuff. I pretty much made videos for high school for student council. Yeah, that's what pretty, I did a lot of. Yeah, but. pretty much same here. Not not usually for student council, but for for other things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to do something with with video though. I should record video or more time lapses or something. I have yeah. a couple of time lapses I've recorded here in Europe, but nice. Yeah, should we start the show? Sure, sure. We like shows. Oh, wait, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. I see there's a section for who we follow on Twitter. I need to populate mine. Gotcha. No worries. Uh, how are you formatting all of these? How do I do a list that starts with a dash? Just make a dash and hit space. What? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You can tell yeah. I don't use Google Docs very much. Well, the reason I use that is because I don't have to go to a menu to make bullet points. I hate bullet points because you have to go to a menu. Yeah. Okay. Um... And don't get me started on those HTML entity bullet points. 
that a certain oh, yeah. somebody liked to use on their website. When was the last time we had an episode? I can't even remember who I followed. Well, I don't know. I followed. Okay, I'm just gonna choose a couple here. Yeah, I just picked uh, some of the three out of the last five people I followed. Some of them are kind of boring, so I'm just gonna of the more recent ones. Yeah. I don't know how to spell this. So for some reason, my Windows key does not um res- not doesn't do anything right now. Either Windows key, pretty haunted. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, super weird. I realized that opening up a profile in Safari is a lot better way of getting the text rather than going back and forth and looking. Yeah, I gotcha. Uh, no, I'm struggling. Or struggle buzzing, as no some worries. like to say. Is that a thing? Where's that from? What? Struggle bus. I've heard, I've heard that a couple times. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I don't know. What's the meme base? That would be a good site to say where it yeah. came from. <laughs> okay. Used metaphorically to de- describe a difficult situation as in hard schoolwork. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> the state of doing anything simple and struggling in an ordered amount with it. <laughs> okay, so it's appropriate. All right, I'm ready. All right. I like that fake API one. That, that's funny. Yeah, that one. Have you, have you seen it before? Yeah. No, but I, I like any Twitter account that starts with the word fake. That that one's been around for. I've been seeing retweets of that for. I'll talk about it in the show. I'll just yeah. yeah. You got it. All right, I'm ready to start. Okay, so ready. I'm gonna put him to mark. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Yay! That was awesome. Very nice. Yeah. So uh, I need to find. Oh, there. Oh, you put a little iTunes link. Nice. How come there are only ten items on? On iTunes, um, because I don't have my own CMS yet. So, po- uh, PowerPress, which is the thing that WordPress uses to make the podcast feed, decided that ten items is plenty of feed for everybody. So it's only going to show the most recent ten. Yeah, apparently. Okay, that's alright. Well, otherwise they can just go to the website, which is honestly better in every way. <laughs> and how, and it's also in reverse chronological order. Is that is that good or is that not good? I don't know. It just the newest episode is number one. It just looks strange because the names are podcast number three is item number ten. Yeah, isn't podcast number it? four is item number nine. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I I'm not in charge. I wish <laughs> I were. <laughs> oh well, no it's so much easier it. if I were in charge. <laughs> So, so Ian, well, no, no, I'm just over my, over my own content. Uh, Ian oh, yeah. is biking over right now to do his episode of what's it called? Uh, second opinion. Nice. Yeah. So what is the second opinion show? It's going to be the review uh, show, I guess. So okay. if there's, if there's a, a thing to review, I guess that's where we go to review it. It's also that way because, uh, they don't, they, they're not going to do 8-bit anymore. So presumably mm-hmm. they can also review games and stuff they play 
on that nice. show. So they're just going to review anything and everything? I guess. Huh. Yeah. There was some talk about doing a, a second opinion about The Martian, right? Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, I still need to watch the movie. I think that's, uh, I think that's the thing. Nice. I read the book. I'm sorry. I'll, I'm working on it. Not a problem. Maybe if I'm bored in London and Edinburgh or something. No, I'll you're not going to be bored. Don't be that bored. Go do things. <laughs> I mean, I'll try, but I'm just by myself. If things close, I'm there during the week. Things well, might close at like 8 p.m. I can no, go to movies. Hang out in Shoreditch. Shoreditch is the best. All right. I'm adding that to Where is that? Uh, Shoreditch is, uh, it's just like a neighborhood slightly north of Southwark. Wow, that was a weird sentence. <laughs> yes, it was. Hey, you know, we should also is pick show titles. Is of London or Edinburgh or? Oh, it, it is in London. Yeah. London. Okay. What is it again? Sorry. Uh, Shoreditch. S-H-O-R-E-D-I-T-C-H. Cool. There's I'm like a huge, curious. there's a huge Salesforce building there and it's hilarious. I love it. Of course. There's apparently a really good, there's a really good sushi restaurant there, but apparently it's like, um, you know, like Mark Benioff's favorite place when mm. he's around there. So it's like totally way out of my price range, mm-hmm. but okay. I walked past it. That's good cool. enough. That's free. Right. I saw that my, my hostel is only like two or three blocks from the Apple store. So I'm going to go check that out. Too. <laughs> oh, is it, is it the Regent street Apple store or? Uh, let me, let me look it up. Let's see. Um, uh, hi. Saved where I was last looking at in the Maps app. Um, yeah, it's Regent Regent Street. Oh wow, that's going to be awesome. There's there are some really cool places. Oh, uh, that's Regent this Street. is the one I remember seeing on the the rumor sites. Yep, the Apple sites about stuff. Cool. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll get to check it. Out. I realized when I was in Berlin, I was like two blocks from an Apple store at one point, but I didn't realize it because I didn't have data on my phone, so I couldn't mm. look it up. Yeah. Sad face. Yeah. That's going to be so cool, though. You're going to love London, especially oh, the Regent Street area is just way cool, way cool. Lots of really crazy expensive shops, which is why Apple's hanging out there. But yeah, um, well, yeah. I'll, I'll window shop and probably not buy very much, but except for yeah, food. there's there's this place that um, that basically their their MO is to just sell um, like what we would call plaid, but apparently they refer to as tartan. <laughs> It's kind of it's kind of like Burberry, but it's it's kind of um, it's it's different than Burberry. And there's a there's a scarf they have. So the place is called Barbour or something like that. B a r b o u r, and um, they they sell it in some places in the U S. But like, do you all know like Jaime's Haberdashery in St. Paul, kind of by? I've heard um, of it. I've never seen it personally. <laughs> I've never been there. I walk past it occasionally, I guess. Um, but. Barbour is pretty they're they're something else like their their thing is just like everything we've got there's some element of plaid to it i can um, see that huh yeah that's kind of funny yeah but yeah, yeah it's, it's... We'll, we'll see if i find anything cool to buy yeah i recommended i get a lamb uh what was it a lamb a lamb's wool scarf in edinburgh so we'll see what yep. happens there. yep 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 good call yeah that, have, that'd be way cool a, three notes in my notes app about place to go food to try and then one about all the flights and then one about getting places and transportation because yeah i'm flying to the stansted airport in london which is an hour outside of where my hostel is in downtown oh gosh yeah yeah because i'm flying ryanair and i guess that's where they fly to (laughs) so the flight was cheap but i need to do a 30 pound round trip train to get to a metro stop that i can take in so Oh gosh. Yeah. I bought gotcha. that ticket 
So, I mean, I guess it'll be okay. I guess trains are fun. And an hour, uh, you know, a 30 minute train ride is better than an eight hour train ride. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I'm realizing all my flight times are like not horrible, but with an hour of transportation to get there, it's going to be quite early. Yeah. Yeah. So, my, my train ticket to get to the Stansted Airport to get out of London departs a metro stop at 5.52 a.m. Oh, no. Because the flight's at 8.30. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Assuming time zones are right, I'm a little worried about that because I'm getting emails, but they don't include time zones at all. <laughs> so <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. We had that that difficulty as well. Um, yeah. When we So when we were flying out of France to Rome, um, in addition to the Rome airport being kind of on fire, um, there was a, uh, yeah, like literally jet fuel fire. That wow. was not cool. Um, the, uh, yeah, the time zones for our, for our flight in Paris were, were like way off, but we figured it out. Hmm. It's yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you'll rock it. And it's, it's going to be so awesome. Like I, I love London. I want to go back there like so bad, but you're right, Ryan, we should probably pick show titles. Yeah. Show titles might be a good idea. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's see if the lug doesn't fit. That's that's my that's my pick for for the main title. Okay, I like it. Sounds good to me. And what would you like for a subtitle? Uh hmm. Let's see. Control the bird. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. What was that even from? I don't. I don't even Fla- remember. We've got a. It must have been when we were talking about Flappy Bird. Yeah, uh, or the okay. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossy Road something something. Control the bird. <laughs> yeah, Crossy Road. That's it. Yeah. Okay, and then French title. Flying Ryanair all the way. Okay. I am so so into that one. Well, I it's, think we got it then. It's your airline, Ryan. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this this uh, Ruby or this Rails app that I'm that I'm working on, uh, I've been working on for some time now. We're like finally making some really huge, ridiculous, and fast progress on it, which is excellent, awesome, very good. But um, we're finding all sorts of weird things, like um, a lot. So. You, have you all ever requested an SSL certificate before? No, because I no, was too but poor. I will eventually, when Let's Encrypt, when I get yeah. around to using that. Yeah. 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 So SSL certificates are encoded in a really weird way, or the, the metadata about them is encoded in a really weird way called ASN1. And um, it just so happens that that's very similar to the way that um, some other things like LDAP attributes are encoded, right? So the CN equals... Um, University of Minnesota, DN equals whatever, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and it just so happens that that's basically like most of what this app does is decoding ASN1 and re-encoding it, um, which is a party. But <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the main thing that's coming up for me this week uh, on, on that end. I'm trying to look at all my flights. Yeah, I'll be uh, working on my secret project all week. Nice. Is it the sort of secret project that you could probably tell us about it next week or in a couple uh, weeks? Yeah, I should be able to tell you about it next week. Nice. Cool. Um, I'm not sure what about my availability next week. Um, let me see. I land in Copenhagen at like six o'clock mm-hmm. in the night, um, and then I need to do laundry and eat dinner and Sleep. unwind a bit. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that night works for me. No worries. If, if any days during the week work for you. In the afternoon time, I could, but you probably—that's probably, that's probably yeah, not not so much. Yeah, like two Tuesdays may, but that's that's the only thing for me. Hmm. Yeah, Tuesdays. Uh, that following weekend, I am doing a 
jammed weekend that is probably going to be more pain than it's worth going to Helsinki and Stockholm in one weekend. Oh, wow. And then I'm getting back at, again, like 6.30 on Sunday. So that probably won't work. But the following Sunday, the 29th, that will probably be good for me. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Let's call let's call that the next thing. Then. I mean, y- you you will discover what the sneaker project is well before then on the local Twitter. Oh yeah, all right. All so right. you don't have to worry about that. Then we're all good. I I will be on Twitter. So there awesome. you go. You, that's like ninety percent of the way there. Yep. I Twitter. Love Twitter. It's like a podcast, but shorter and with less audio. <laughs> <laughs> 140 bits of audio. Yep. I mean, there's a little more embedded in the, each tweet, too. But That's true. Maybe. It's kind of funny playing with the API because at least with Tweepy and Python, you get yeah. one tweet and it's like crazy amount of yeah. stuff. And a tiny bit of it is the text. Everything mm-hmm. else is geo stuff, time stamps, yeah. app information, attached yeah. images and media. And just bleh. I'd like totally. to let you know that for some reason... ATP.fm does not like my titling tool. It, it rejected the titler and told it to go away. Aw. Is it, is, it is it like a, a, a no-follow sort of thing or a no-robots thing? I don't, I don't respect that, so no. Okay. Huh. I don't know. Who knows? I feel like we've had ATP in show notes before, but... It could just huh. be a fluke, but you never know. It's totally strange. <sighs> huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what possessed me to start looking back, looking into Redis to um, as as like a CMS database, but but I don't isn't know. that a problem though for a CMS database because it's not long term? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, that's that's the thing. That's the thing though. That's the that's kind of the fun thing, sort of. And by fun, you mean the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. I mean, I, I guess I'm tr- right now. I'm trying to view it almost as like a um i'm kind of like reverse engineering casey liss's um camel engine right yeah so it it takes um it basically all the posts are stored as json or whatever i guess his his is all markdown but i'm just doing json because i like it better and the weird custom tags make me sad about camel sometimes Mm -hmm. um and uh yeah, I don't know. Just kind of, just kind of messing around with it. I'm probably gonna eventually like dump the posts out to to static JSON and just basically make it a uh, a CMS that's not really a CMS. It's it's more of like a a thing that occasionally caches your that you can load a bunch of posts into cache and serve it theoretically really fast. Yeah, theoretically. That's, that's what we all want. It sounds good. I I think I'm gonna completely abandon whatever start I had at my website this summer, which is basically just writing a bunch of gulp stuff. Aww, that's yeah. fine. Um, it happens. I don't know. I, on one hand, I could make everything, and the other, maybe I just use WordPress or I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the best is. I'll think about it when I get to it. Maybe next summer. <laughs> gotcha. You should check out Ghost at some point if you haven't already. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not a fan, Ryan. I I wanted it to be the best thing ever, but right. their decisions decided that it wouldn't be. Yep, I completely agree. The thing is, I'm not just I'm not blogging a lot, so I'd probably you know make some subdomain blog dot brand on me. Yeah. Although all yeah. my URLs would be broken. That's okay. Not that, not that I have that much, but yeah. yeah. 
Mod rewrite to the rescue. <laughs> if, if only or something. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll talk when I get to it. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. Although Sounds my good. my main goal for the spring is going to be iOS, so we'll see what happens. Nice. Yeah, that that'll be really cool. It, it's fun yeah. to write an app the first time, and then when you <laughs> yeah. do it, and then when you do it again, you realize, my gosh, what was I thinking? Yeah, that's my goal for uh, over over uh, winter break. I want to try to learn Swift if I can over winter break. I have no idea what app I'm going to make. I'm probably going to start by making like a text view that says "Hi." Well, yeah, I mean right? that, that's exactly what we did when we made our app. I mean, yeah, you you just start putting the UI elements in, and then you know the, the worst part in writing an app, which is funny, is the data store. Like, how do you oh, store yeah. the data? How do you retrieve the data? Do you do you do SQLite? Do you do something else? I mean, who knows? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the hardest part. The UI stuff is really easy for the most part. Yeah, data's harder. Just use iCloud key value stores. Right? Oh yeah, because that's gonna right. work. <laughs> so reliable. Mm-hmm. So reliable. Hashtag well, Apple's well, lost the functional high ground. Well, maybe I will just use iCloud because it's the the true Apple way, and I can never blame myself and just blame Apple. Yeah, yeah that works. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That that's kind of my perspective too. That's that's what I've been doing when I've been kind of playing around with it. Which is to say, I basically download tutorial code and run it, and I'm like, "Huh, look at that! It works." <laughs> I made an app, you guys, by downloading tutorial code. <laughs> That's exactly no. what we did. It worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have any app ideas though, so I don't know what I'm going to end up doing. Somebody tried to make a Node.js interpreter for uh, for iOS once, and oh dang, that was cool. Totally didn't work, but and and huh. surely rejected, right? Oh well, yeah. It never, it never made it onto the app store. Okay, just, just making sure. They were just like, yeah. Is it on GitHub now? Because you can now sideload an app without being a developer. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. It it is on GitHub. That's how I. Uh, that's how I uh, found it originally. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can find it here because that's kind of fun. Did you ever look at Gamma Thingy? <laughs> By Thomas Gamma Finch. Thing? No, it's I didn't. like a, a a flux type thing for iOS. Um, it uses some I, some private APIs from IOKit, so it'll never be in the App Store, but you can silo it if you want to get a Flux-like experience on your phone. Nice, that's awesome. I had that for a while, but then it never enabled itself automatically, and now I'm on the iOS 9.2 beta, and so I need I need beta Xcode, but I don't want to go get beta Xcode, so I don't really use Xcode if I want to update it or something. So. Yeah, yeah, understood. Yeah, because Xcode's only like 12 gigabytes these days. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, pretty bad. Say, so, have you guys ever used Tmux before? No. The, the terminal multiplexer? Um, no. I, I found it uh, in that conversation I was having with folks about um, text editors. I mean, I always um, just use screen, so I don't know. Oh, gotcha. Okay. See, I don't use terminal things like that very much. I don't. I use Vim for text editing, but I don't know anything fancy about it. I don't ever use Screen. I just make a new terminal window. But what if you are on an SSH connection and you can't do that? Yeah, I, see, that's where I first used Tmux. The thing screen. is, I don't really SSH too much. I did it a little bit for um, sysadmining, but that's not really a thing anymore. And I've never had a server that I run code on like that. It's always been through GitHub, so I just uh-huh. would SSH to my client box or whatever and just 
make a change, commit it to Git, and then push to remote. So I've nice. only needed one thing really ever. Screen. Nice. Screen. Yeah. Do, do you do you like screen? I, I I use it pretty much constantly, no matter where I am, even if not over SSH. I mean, I use it everywhere. Nice. Um. So for example, I will have um. So I, I, on the Mac, because I don't, I can't run the virtual machine because it's a sad MacBook Air. Uh, oh. I, I run PHP's built in server. Nice. And, you know, it's, it's kind of a piece of crap, but it works just, just, yeah. you know, just to get HTML or index.html up. So I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll run that in an instance of screen. And then in another screen window, I'll run gulp and that's gulp yeah. watching. So that's constantly running. And yeah. then in, in another window, I'll have like PHP Artisan up running Laravel stuff. And then in another yeah. window, I'll have it for myself to run like Git and other you yeah. know, singular commands that aren't, don't need to be constantly running. So, yeah. so in, in, I, I usually have a, a screen session called dev and then I can log into dev whenever I want to do those dev things. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. And then I have that same setup on the home server and, you know, dev is constantly running in the background. So yeah. it's it's really nice. great. Um, also, a fancy feature is it is if you just close your terminal, the screen won't close. So oh, yeah. uh, if you had you know your environment, so to say, set up your you know your screen windows already made, and you just yeah. you know decide to go and leave, you know your computer restarts, you know you have a Windows update, a Mac update, whatever, it's still mm. there. So that's that's my favorite part about it. Yeah, totally, totally. I'm I'm a total um, a total novice when it comes to Tmux, but I've heard that it does it accomplishes very much the same thing, and it's kind of BSD like. Yeah, so this, I, this looks more version, right? this looks more advanced than Screen because Screen is, as far as I know, not side by side. But I guess there okay. probably is a way to do side by side in Screen. I didn't, don't know it, but I know there is definitely a way to do it in Vim. Vim mm-hmm. has side by side. Get deprecated a while ago. I don't. I don't know. Did it? I feel like I saw something about. I mean, so at at some point when you want to do all this side by side window stuff, you shouldn't be using a terminal anymore. Yeah. Right. I mean, screen is great because it lets you have concurrently running, you know, not services but processes. Yeah. But when you're text editing in three different fake screen tabby things, I don't know. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the the reason why I'm interested in it is is so that I could use like VI and not take up an, a, a terminal tab or whatever, or have yeah. a bunch of terminal windows open in in the same sense, like with SSH two. So. Oh yeah, yep. But yeah, I I hadn't heard of Screen until you mentioned it. Yeah, so I like Screen. Screen works. Um, let's see, Screen side by side. The only thing I know about Screen is it lets you start something up and come back to it later. Yeah, exactly. And I think I yeah I used it for a little while when I ran a Minecraft server. Nice. That's all. And I don't I don't know how to do any of it. I just kind of copied some command from some tutorial and it worked. Okay. Well, nice. it looks like screen doesn't do side by side vertical. Uh, the Wikipedia article seems to indicate that there's some sort of a split screen mode. Hmm. But I I don't know how that would I don't know how you how you get it. Like I'll I'll put this in the yeah. Wikipedia screen. Okay, well, I guess there is totally a way to do it. I don't know what it is, but uh, read the docs and they'll tell you nothing. Yep, that's the total total GNU move right there. Yep.
You can't do it unless you know that you can do it. In which case you can't, sort of. <laughs> and those those Emacs like key bindings, oi. Ack. Well, I mean, you know, for the person who uses Emacs, that's fine. So I've that's I've true. the only time I've used Emacs is to play it like Tetris. <laughs> See, um, I, I've used I've used Emacs in evil mode, which basically makes it emulate Vi sort of, VI sort of. So you mean in the one true mode? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know. I just don't know how to use it. I don't know any of the commands. I've always just used Vim. I use, yeah, I have like open Emacs and tried to use it, but I just don't even know. Yeah. I get stuck and have to just control C out or something. Right. With like, like most GNU things, it's eminently undiscoverable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then like CL to begin editing. Oh no. Yeah. Is that a capital C or is that control? I don't even know. Yeah. And now I'm, it says I hit the word, I hit lowercase c, and then it did something. Now it says <laughs> this buffer is for notes you don't want to save. Oh no! <laughs> how, do I, how do I exit out of this? That that's why I don't use. Smart. That's why I don't use Emacs. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember when I took my first compilers class with Van Wick. Mm-hmm. He wanted us to use Emacs, and I'm like, no, I'm not using Emacs, and. I remember just, you know, watching people in lab try to struggle through using Emacs while I'm just sitting there with gedit because, you know, the sucky yeah. bunch of computers. But anyway, like, no, stop using that Emacs stuff. That's bad and wrong and disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Don't join the cult of Stallman. How, how do I exit Emacs safely? Can someone help me? I, I don't I know. Control X, Control C. Or the opposite of that, control C, control X. Ah, control X, control C. Okay, cool. I'll keep that in mind. Um, uh, Ian is here, so are you guys going to stay on the line? Um, I'll, I'll let, I'll, I can let you go. I'll get that podcast artwork up so that you can, uh, okay. you can use that when, yeah, yeah. I'll say hi to Ian, but I, I do have to finish packing. I need, I want to talk to my sister and, in yeah. general, prepare for this trip. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go find him. I'll be back in a minute. No cool. worries, no worries. Thanks, guys. Yep, have a good one. Yep, see you. Yeah, you too. The Fringe content you are about to listen to comes from the podkit Fringe when Ian Buck arrived to record his episode of Second Opinion. Instead of putting the entire next hour of Fringe content into this particular episode for Podkit's Fringe, I've decided to put it into Second Opinion's Fringe, which might be released in a few days. So... If you're looking for the rest of it, check there. Have a good one. Brian Mitchell. Oh, and then it freezes. Yeah, of course. Um, Ian Buck. Ah, it froze. Oh, there. Now we're good. Let's see. If I put these on, can I hear you? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey. Hey. How's it going? It's going well, you. Pretty good, yeah. Just hanging out, finished podcast, and probably an hour and a half of fringe. But you know that's how it goes. Yeah, let's see. Uh, according to this timer that that Ryan's got in front of me, it says forty six minutes over, one hour forty six minutes elapsed. And that's when we started so, the show. Yeah, so we started the episode that long. Yeah, and we are maybe an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty minute long episode. So cool. So yeah, you're gonna record second opinion. Yeah, our inaugural episode. Cool. What are you? What's your opinion going to be on? All right, it's going to be about uh, Android six point Marshmallow. Okay. Cool. When I, I told, subscribe to that. When on. when I told my mom, she was like, 
Marshmallow? Uh, yeah, yeah. You'll have to subscribe to it once we get it on uh, on the iTunes and on the Everywhere. everything. Well, yeah, on on the website first, and and then on the iTunes, and then. Yeah, I think I just use RSS and Overcast. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're not a plebeian. So on Overcast, there's if you can see on some of these, there's a subsection with like the the name of the people who put it on. So uh-huh. like. On the writer says Relay FM, Excellent Tech Podcast is Marco, Casey, John. For the Nexus things, there's nothing underneath. So that would be like a, a network tag probably or something, yeah. iTunes network maybe. That. Did we? No, I said that. But no, this is an overcast. This is an Apple podcast. Right, but even a lot of third-party yeah. podcast managers still... Uh, use the Apple method. Yeah, they... they yeah. Okay. Because they know that everybody's going to put the iTunes metadata in there. So they they just were like, might as well read that since mm-hmm. we have it. I mean, even, even you know, the uh, upcoming Google Play Music podcasts, um, it, you know, it went one of the requirements for the feeds when you submit them is you have to have either uh, an iTunes email set or a Google play email set. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, you know, they're, they know that everybody's just like, well, I, I already did that for iTunes. So yeah, it's become the standard now. Uh, if I, if I leave this page, does I do, do I break anything? Oh, cool. Uh, so I can probably just go to look at our, RSS feed and see if we have network or something. Turns out we use the word network a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but none of them are in like an iTunes tag. Um, look at the feed meta. Maybe it's not called. What do you mean? Like here in one of these iTunes yeah. ones? Yeah, well, I've, um, I, if we didn't call it network, what else would we call it? Owner? Um, well, we got iTunes owner, and then that's iTunes name, Andrew Bailey, because I'm looking at control structure. Email is set to be the Nexus uh, uh, the Nexus TV at gmail dot com. Yeah, I don't know. It could just be metadata on the. Could be. Yeah. Right. Um. Of course. I mean, if it was metadata on the MP3, then it wouldn't be showing up on the. F- feed itself right i don't know (laughs) i i don't yeah these apps probably don't publish docs for how they grab data i mean it it would be advantageous for them to do that because then um you know if they were able to let podcast creators know what they're looking for then those podcast creators can actually put things in a format that they can read you know yeah I'm looking through here. There are some libraries that Marco wrote for stuff. Um, I don't know what that means. Hey, what's... This means that I'm going to be on three episodes today. Podkit's Fringe, uh, SO's yeah. Fringe, and SO. <laughs> <laughs> but when does it switch? I don't know. Well, this is already recording uh, the next show. Wait. Okay. Oh, my God. Wait. This says, yeah, this recording's oh, been going for switch? three hours. <laughs> so are we not gonna stop it we're just gonna no no no, no. Go... this is already recording your show oh no did you listen to last time's french when uh you were here uh the oh the one from I don't know what ted we... about youtube red or whatever yeah, no. 
Yeah, yeah, I did. Well, this had the OP of the fridge. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And, and then it switched seamlessly to the... Yeah, I didn't even... I couldn't tell when it switched. Yeah. You did a really good job on that. Uh-huh. <coughs> oh, man. So I've been having a good time um, teaching my dad about Moto G's and oh, yeah? stuff. Yes. Uh, yep, yep. You know, second opinion. I suppose Brian can't really hear you, can he? No, but that's okay. <laughs> no, I, can hear I can hear well enough. It's oh, okay. Very clearly background, but I can hear him. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. He's listening to me for two hours. I, I can hear you very well and clear, but can Ryan, can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, I guess you have more headphones. Yeah. Oh, hey, is is this the uh, Push Bullet Windows app, or is this... Plug-in. This is...